The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Ha-ha! Trevor, I tell you, I just tell you, I am just so fed up. What's got you all hot and bothered, Johnny? I tell you what's got me all hot and bothered. It's these new systems, right? You know, the PS5. This new Xbox Series X. Of course I want one of those, right? I mean, who wouldn't? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely the hot ticket item this Christmas. Yeah, and but there's no way to get them. Everywhere I look, they're sold out. Except for scalpers. These ugly, gross, disgusting excuses for human... They're monsters. They're monsters, if you ask me. They're wanting, like, thousands of dollars for these new systems. And they're the only places to get them. That's that's really unfortunate. I really hate that for you. Like, just for example, I wanted to get an Xbox One X, right? And I was like, I'm going to get this Xbox One Series X one, too. And I really want to get it really, really bad. So I'm, I'm looking it up. And the cheapest one I saw was like $1,200. $1,200, you say? Yeah, $1,200. Is that not ridiculous? That is. He's going to undercut me. That is ridiculous. I can't stand people like that. These pieces of garbage, they smell. I bet they barely shower. I bet I shower more than they do. And that is saying something. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Yes, and I just can't... Okay, another example. I was like, well, you know what? I'll go PlayStation this time. I'll get a PS5. Cheapest one of those I saw was like fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred, you say? Wow. Fifteen hundred dollars. Man, that's some money. I just hate these scalpers. They're awful, disgusting, terrible human beings, and I bet they have no capacity for love at all. I bet their parents hate them. Uh, I bet if they even know their parents, you know, all these terrible things and just awful, awful, awful people. I don't know what I'm going to do, Trevor. Johnny, that, that is just disgusting, and I hate that for you. Um, I, just out of sheer curiosity, what what is your budget, say, for an Xbox Series X? I, I guess I guess it depends. You know, they usually go for the in store. They're only supposed to be like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's chump change, you know. So I don't know. I well, wait. Why are you, why well, are you asking? I mean, just hypothetically, how do you feel about nine ninety nine? That's less than a thousand. Why are you asking me this? I mean, no particular reason, but if, let's say, I mean, I hate dirty scalpers as much as you, but let's say I had 12 or 13 in the trunk right now uh-huh. for a cool 999, what would you say to that? Do you, do you have some in your trunk? Show me the cash and we'll talk. Sounds like a deal. <laughs> let's do it. We're making this deal. Uh, Oh, oh, there's there's one catch. Oh, what's that? You got to listen to this podcast on loop first. Oh, what is it? Retro Blist. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the brand new episode of Retro Blist. We are here. We're back. A dinosaur story. That's right. We're here, Trevor. Uh, we're here, and we're not taking it anymore. You will listen to us. 
uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but we're, we're here. We uh, this is uh, compared to last time where we literally went two months without a show. Yeah, we're spoiling them now. Retro Bliss, your only retro gaming podcast that started out weekly. Yeah, then went bi-weekly, and now it's just literally weekly, as in we're both a couple weeks. Then people. ended, and then came back and just dropped significantly in quality yeah. and quantity. Yeah, just like the host's health. <laughs> yes. My quantity has gone up. Yeah. My quality has gone way down as same. a person. Yeah, same. Most certainly the same. Speaking of which, I, uh, you know, last time on Retro, we should, <laughs> last time on Retro Blist, you told this amazing story that I'm sure you're very proud of. Oh, yeah. Everybody that knows me is proud that I beat all over myself. Yeah. And then, which, and then, which is, that's to me. To me, that's just you. Like, the worst part to me, though, is that your wife almost drank it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if this intrigues you at all, listen to the last episode of Retro Bliss all the way to the end. So, I've, yeah. I had something happen to me. I don't think it tops that, but it's it's right there. It's somehow related. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, I sort of mentioned this on Retro Pop, Retro Pop uh, anywhere you get your podcast. And, all right. So, I have... A routine, right? Like a daily routine. Uh-huh. Anytime between the hours of 9 and 10 o'clock, anytime between there, most likely at some point I will be in in the in the utilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and using the utilities, if you get what I'm trying to say. Right. All right. So, I was in the utilities the other day, and... Uh, of course, I had sat there too long, and my feet were tingling from being too numb. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I knew that was my first issue. If something was going to be way wrong, uh, so I try to stand up, and I say the word "try" because I stand up and then quickly slide down and slide violently. One of my legs goes one way, one of my legs goes the other way, and my uh, incredibly large rump lands perfectly on the toilet seat, and I just slammed down like it was really loud. It was super loud to the point where somebody had to ask if I was okay. That's how loud it wow! Was. It was super loud, and it and I was not okay. It actually hurt quite bad. But here's the kicker: uh, for those who want to know how this happens, I, for whatever reason, and that's because I'm very inactive. I don't know why I said that. I'm not an active person, but. Uh, the bottom of my feet gets super sweaty. <laughs> the bottom of your feet. The bottom of my feet huh. get really sweaty. I know it sounds dumb. Like, they're getting sweaty now. If it's not on carpet, I don't, it's really weird. Huh. But if it's on carpet, it's fine. I guess the carpet, I don't know. I'm not acting like I'm a scientist. But if I'm on hardwood floor of any type, like, you know, in a bathroom, <laughs> uh, they get really sweaty. And I didn't think about it. And uh, so if you go in there now, of course, I have a, a well-placed <laughs> mat, bathroom mat that I should have had in there the whole time. Uh, but I didn't. So that's uh, that's on me. Uh, so I fell, hurt my rump. Um, it was kind of embarrassing, especially since I fell so hard and so fast uh, that literally... Like it was heard throughout the house, like it vibrated the walls. <laughs> so, my, my question: Did you actually? So you never actually fell off the toilet? I was okay. You fell I, onto the toilet. I fell onto the toilet. Perfectly interesting. Yes, 
Yes. So, like, I'd stood up from the toilet, and then I fell back onto the toilet in a very violent... I felt really bad for it. If that toilet was like... If this was like Flintstones, and that toilet was like a real thing, it it would have been murdered. (laughs) Wow. So, that that reminds me... Oh, by the way, just a side note, that's the second time I've fallen onto or into a toilet. (laughs) The other time, didn't you basically slide into it like it was home base? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. For some reason, I thought that's what happened this time, but you fell no. over the toilet. Interesting. No, the, the last time I slid into it and knocked it off its thing. That's how hard I slid into it. So, in, in fairness, that's how I also found out that my roof had a leak. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you falling and potentially breaking your tailbone. Uh-huh. You remember back when I first got the house my wife and I live in now? I pretty much immediately fell down the stairs, like yes. all the way from the top. On your butt. On my tailbone, every step. Yes, I remember this. And then like sometime maybe a year later, uh, after hilariously laughing at me, my wife fell down the same steps. <laughs> so I'm legitimately scared of these steps now. Yeah, you should be. They're cursed or something. And you have a small child. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so last week my wife fell down them again. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thankfully not carrying our small child. <laughs> it was kind of comedy of errors and she didn't fall all the way down, but she fell from the very top. Um, I kind of hurt her foot a little bit. And so I'm, I legitimately, uh, walk sideways down these steps now holding the rails the whole time. It's the weirdest thing. Like it's like they're cursed. Just being afraid of your own house. Yeah. <laughs> your house is trying to destroy it, you. Yes. It stairs three Franklin zero. So Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I noticed you're clicking the volume a lot. Is something wrong? It's because I love how you bring all this behind the scenes stuff yeah. up on here. Uh, it's See, because, I, all right, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Right? So Johnny's been clicking the mouse like the last 10 minutes, and I thought it was a nervous twitch, but I didn't <laughs> want to interrupt the story. So now I have to ask now. <laughs> no, it's because for whatever reason, this program we used to record, uh, if you have it on with any sort of Skype or Zoom, it uh, just messes with the volume. That's why I was trying to... Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's because Skype and Zoom both try to fix the volumes by themselves automatically, and well, it throws that's... this off. Uh, there's supposed to be a way to fix that, but I couldn't find it, and I didn't look in time because I'm lazy. And Trevor, I'm glad you did ask that because the reason that we're do- we're in person, I'm looking at you right in the face. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's stunning. Uh, but uh, we decided we'd have a guest today. <laughs> yeah. On the old Skype. Why not? We were supposed to have guests more often than we just didn't. Because we don't do things. That's right. And who do we have, Trevor? And it's, you better make sure this is a great right, introduction. And you better, you better react the way you're supposed to react. Okay. Because we have none other than the one, the only, Jerry Terrifying. That's right. You didn't react. What is wrong with you? What? I I'll do it again. Up. Sorry. We okay. have the one, the only, Jerry Terrifying. <clears throat> ah! <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Jerry? I, I am so utterly disappointed. I was waiting for uh, my first real live, you know, on the fly, uh, reacting horrified to the mention of my name. Johnny is nothing if not a disappointment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you, my mother? <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but speaking of things that aren't disappointing, anybody who listens to the show knows Jerry Terrifying, which I'm sure that's your last name. Um, yes. That's your Christian name. <laughs> Based on the fact that... Of the Rhode I Island get John- terrifying. Yes. 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 That every time I brought up your name, Johnny always, until now, when I wanted him to, right. would always scream. Look, I'm not your puppet. But also, uh, 
people should know Jerry Terrifying from the YouTubes. And if you want to go and take a minute to to plug, me and Johnny are all about the plugging. No comment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, my friend, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, well, I've had a YouTube channel since 2006, and occasionally I still upload. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, Jerry. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> but Johnny just spilled drink all the way down his body. <laughs> so I have to let everybody know that's what's happened. That's that's the usual effect I have when I start yes. talking about my hobbies. <laughs> nope, he just missed his mouth. Not your fault. <laughs> and I'm soaked. He is soaked. Um, all right, you can continue while Johnny takes care of himself. If I was going to plug anything, I'd say uh, check out youtube.com slash Terrifying. There's a playlist for uh, Mondo Cool TV. That's where I apply effort to videos. So they take a really long time. I've uh, been working on episodes for years. I have like maybe six episodes that are all almost done to some degree. And uh, I'm most active on Instagram because that's something you can do. I have two kids under the age of three, so that's where most of my time goes. And uh, up until recently, I was working at uh, 911 Dispatch, and they oh. uh, I would I would be putting in regular 16-hour days, uh, usually working Ugh. 60 hours a week. So that's where most progress on my uh, internet stuff has ceased because of both of those factors. But um, I like I like screwing around with Instagram. That's where I found your podcast. That's where you can still actually find people. Uh, YouTube's algorithm is uh, an expert at hiding anything of value. And, oh yeah, yeah. So the trick is what I like to do <laughs> is you search for whatever you're interested in, and then just have it show you um, by upload date because then you can see like the guy that's got no views, and that's that's who I want to see. You know, the guy that's got the world's crappiest camera that's like, I really care. We should get on YouTube, Johnny. <laughs> We'd have a fan. We'd have one person. Yes. I, I would absolutely subscribe and hit the bell and, and then watch you can see every me. notification. Then you can uh, see me a person trying to drink, <laughs> which I felt uh, at. So, uh, let's just say real quick, uh, Jerry's videos are pretty great. Uh, I went through and watched a couple of them today even. So I do recommend them. He, uh, Jerry, you put a lot of work into those. I don't want you to sell yourself short. You actually put effort into those. So uh, go check them out, especially if you love retro gaming. If you listen to this podcast, uh, you're going to find a video that Jerry's put up that you'll like. And if you just type in Mondo Cool, is that the easiest way? I think I chopped in Jerry Terrifying, which I, is one I way to get there. I would probably look up just the Jerry Terrifying account. Okay. I, I have no idea what pops up when you look up Mondo Cool. It's uh, an obscure reference to Dragon Ball Z. Gotcha. Um, and it's it's become kind of a joke, so there are other things that make reference to Mondo Cool now, but fifteen years ago, no one really well combined those two words. Well, I'll uh, I gotta say I was impressed. You've been on YouTube a long time. Like I I, I was looking today and I looked at your oldest video, it is like fourteen years. I'm like, man, yeah, since before been uh, Google owned it. Wow. Um Yeah. And you even have a video on the game we're covering today, which might be a good transition. No, it's not. But go oh, okay. Uh, Barbie's Adventure Racing. No, that's fair. I've been a very big enthusiast of Barbie's Adventure Racing uh, ever since I was a wee lad. It's actually yes. a really solid title. Uh, yes, it is, and it yeah. really puts the adventure in Barbie's Adventure Racing. <laughs> right, it's the unlockables is where it's at. Yeah, <laughs> but you also have a video on Ninja Golf. 
for the Atari 7800, which I recommend people check out because, frankly, you're going to find out a lot more about the game than you will from either of us <laughs> or this episode. But Yeah, Jerry, I'm going to tell you this. In, in, in fairness, Trevor's usually the one who looks up history of the games and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the only thing I learned about this game today is from your video about this game. <laughs> Yeah, I've, and I'll uh, go ahead and spoil the Bliss Quiz. It's going to be a little different because there's very little, for a lazy researcher such as myself, there's very little that I could find. Yeah, there's not uh, much to know about Ninja Golf. No, no. So that's, uh, it's going to be an interesting episode, and I'm glad you're on. I think we picked the right person to be on because there's not a lot about the game itself that we can provide. But, Johnny, yes, Ninja Golf came out in 1990 for the Atari 7800. By Blue Sky Software. And did you know, Johnny, that according to my memories only, it was one of the last 11 Atari 7800 games released. So this was uh, Atari's... I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to describe the 7800 because it's not Atari's last console. I was going to say the last successful console, but I don't know if it could be considered a success. Um, but Atari's well, last... Not total failure console. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give it behind the scenes. We purposely went through some of the other games. Yes. Just just for comparison uh, to, to Ninja Golf. And most of the games were very similar in in nature. Not in the type of game, but just what well, we kind of experienced the pros and cons. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely, I would dare say it's definitely nowhere near as successful as the 2300. I mean, it's not even close. Or the 2600, even. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going to own an Atari 7800, Ninja Golf is one of the main reasons to own it outside of playing the Atari 2600 games. I mean, there's, there's right. a handful of titles uh, for the 7800 itself that really stand out, and most of them are just arcade ports that are better graphic versions <laughs> of the 2600. Um, yeah, and if you change, never. That was gonna be a terrible joke. <laughs> I censored myself. You're if you censored yourself, I know it's not worth saying. No, I was yeah. gonna change the word titles, the L to an I, and there's gonna be a handful of those. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna go right past that. So we covered <laughs> some because we're stupid. The only Atari games we've covered on this show are some sports titles. Um, we just covered a whole slew in one of our episodes a while back. We've never covered a 7800, 7800 game before, and I have very, very little experience with the system. Do you, Jerry, in your opinion, is the NES, I mean, it's from the same era as the NES. Is it fair to compare it to the, to the NES? I mean, to Absolutely. me, that's the most obvious comparison. Um, the Nintendo or the Famicom was released in 1983, which is about the same time the Atari 7800 was originally developed, but because of the video game crash, they shelved the 7800, uh, so they sat around for years before being released after the Nintendo. So hardware-wise, they're probably you know fairly similar in power, but because the Nintendo took off like it did, you know there's a lot more people developing for it, finding new tricks, really pushing it to the limit. And then you get things like the audio chip, and the 7800 is basically the main processor from the 2600. So that's that why they all sense. sound like they all sound like butt. There's not yep. really a lot of good music on the 7800. and That uh, may or may not have been one of our things we noticed. There, yeah, like, like, there, like is, an said, we, we there is an audio chip. There is an audio chip that I think won 
other game uses that one game uses, but developers were lazy, so they used what they're familiar uh. with. So they, there was the option to have good audio. But by using um, that older chip, they could uh, make it play 2600 games, which at the time saying, hey, look, you can play all your 2600 games probably sounded pretty neat, too. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's... I would say it's fair, it's, it's fair to about... compare them, but, you know, the only people making games on the uh, Atari was Atari themselves and, like, one or two other developers, really. Right. So... It's kind of like the, I compare it almost to like the 32X or Sega CD. By that point, there just weren't many people interested except Sega themselves. <laughs> you just don't have the variety, I don't think. Um, But so, yeah, so when, for, for listeners who don't know, the 7800, think NES level, like 8-bit level graphics, but with a distinct Atari look, I would still say, just talking about the library as a whole, more, this might sound silly because obviously it's all pixels, but all of the 7800 games we played were more more pixelated uh more pixelated than anything i can remember on the nes honestly i would say ninja golf's one of the most graphically impressive games cuz it does have parallax scrolling i can't think of anything else off the top of my head that has anything that right. sophisticated for the 7800 well um, we might as well get into it then it sounds like uh let's talk about the graphics let's get into it Yeah, yeah. Compared to the other games we set up on the seventy eight hundred, especially Ninja Golf was just smoother, more colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know what I'm really upset about? What's that? You made sure to bring up the fact that I missed my mouth trying to take a swig of drink from uh-huh. my can of water over here. Uh, I then quickly followed it up with a successful swig, and you did not tell anybody that. I just want people to know that I have successfully taken a drink from my drink now. That is true. <laughs> and also, I told the story about you choking on Chinese food, but yeah. I've not told them many times you've eaten without choking. <laughs> that's <laughs> really true. not fair. Yeah. <laughs> Just choke one time, and that's all people remember you for. But yeah, well, speaking you, of you don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely above bragging. I would never brag about anything. Uh, Johnny, what was your first thoughts? Because uh, I don't think all you right. had any experience with 7800 in general, much no. less this game. Obviously, so. I knew of it, but I've never had one. Right. Uh, never played any games for it until now. Uh, I think it was like a mythical creature. Mythical, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like the you know, it's like the Loch Ness monster for me. Yeah, in that I just never played it, but I knew it was there. Uh, uh, but it's but it was sort of a, a myth kind of thing. Um, just overall, from the few games we tried, or Ninja uh, Golf specifically, but, but Ninja Golf, excuse me, <laughs> Ninja <laughs> Golf also specifically. Uh, I don't know if I'd say I was knocked out of the park impressed, but I will say Ninja Golf specifically, I absolutely love the idea of it. <laughs> uh, we're talking about graphics, right? Yes. But graphically, this thing <laughs> looks great though. Like you can definitely tell your character, uh, you can tell, uh, like you can tell the enemies he's fighting, um, I think it's fairly simple. Yeah, when but... you're when you're kicking a frog in this game, you know that you're kicking a frog. You don't have oh, to yeah. use your imagination. I mean, that frog is a good. It's a uh, giant frog. A good hundred feet wide, and, like <laughs> yeah, in life terms. Yeah, it's it's 
in life terms. <laughs> I, I didn't only know the words I was looking for, so I can't even crack myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, it does a great job. And I do like that, depending on where you're at on the course, uh, the the scenery, the backgrounds do change. Uh, it's not just the same. Example would be, uh, if you're on the green, it looks a certain way. Uh, if you're going through a sand trap, it looks different, and it plays some Egyptian theme for some reason. And if you're going over a water hazard, you're literally jumping over sharks in the ocean. You touched on something really important there, and I think for some reason describes the entire game. For some reason, you fight sharks when you go into a water hazard. For some reason, <laughs> eagles are yeah. throwing eggs at you. For some reason, there's a dragon on the green. Um, yeah. Yes. That, that <laughs> you really, really talk about the game it. Yeah. In its spirit. You can't talk about how this game looks without just getting into the fact that the best part about this game is how ridiculous it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, like you said, I mean, the graphics themselves, if this were just a golf game, would be very meh, average. But the fact that you don't just go in a water hazard, you are fighting sharks. I, just I definitely ridiculous. think it's the best looking game on the system. I've never seen anything that really, uh, you know, pushes it. If you're talking about the best games on the Atari 7800, you got like yeah. Food Fight, which is just a black background with a couple of weird looking guys running around. Um, Dark Chambers is kind of like Gauntlet, but it looks worse. So this is one <laughs> of the most colorful uh, games. Like the dragons look like dragons. There's parallax scrolling. The dragons were impressive yeah, looking. I don't they know if this pushes the hardware, but um, it's definitely the best looking game on the system. So graphically, I think it gets high marks for what it is and where it uh, makes its home. Definitely. Well, yeah. All right. Compared to other games on the system, I completely agree. But it came out in 1990, and I happened to look up what other games came out in 1990. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and a little game called Super Mario World came out in 1990. Uh, if we're going to allow comparisons between systems, this is not. I don't do think you, it's do very you mean fair. Super Mario World Three? No, no, I guess the Japanese version of Super Mario World was 1990, right? Yeah, huh. That's what my fault. That's what my Google search said. Google doesn't lie. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, even I compared to Super, but even yeah, compared to right. Super Mario Three. Oh, Super Mario. Okay, I'm thinking Super Mario Brothers. Right. Yeah, that's the Super Nintendo game, though. Right. Yeah, yeah Super I mean, Mario World. You know, compare it to. A more fair comparison would be something that came out on Nintendo, Nintendo right? Which is still going to outstrip anything these seventy eight hundred accomplished. I think it's what you said. Like just seeing that it came out in nineteen ninety, it's hard to be as impressed with the graphics. But knowing that this was really older hardware that was kind of just unfortunately held back, you and then comparing it to the rest of the library, it's pretty impressive because we were covering a game for. The Atari Twenty Six Hundred. We wouldn't compare it to you know. Right, I'll give you. I'll give you one. Uh, NES game, nineteen ninety, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Ouch. Yep. <laughs> well, because you know right. you got yeah. you got the Turbo Graphics, which came out you know in Japan in what nineteen eighty six. That's still far more advanced hardware, and it's oh, graphically yeah. outshine it. The, the Sega Genesis, uh, you know, something like even the Atari Lynx is going to blow it out of the water graphically. Yeah. Um, so. For for the but, hardware, a better comparison would be you know SG one thousand Nintendo, which it's still right. not blowing anyone's minds. But for the seventy eight hundred, this is one of the best uh, looking games, and it's colorful. 
and man, he's yes. got parallax uh-huh. scrolling, guys. If I mention that, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Parallax scrolling. <laughs> so here, here's what I'll say about it. The last thing I'll say about it graphically, well, as a, as a whole, as far as the presentation, if the the next category we're going to talk about is music, <laughs> if it had a totally different approach to music, I would think this game could be on the NES. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, if you just took the graphics... The music kind of changes that. Like, I can't imagine this being on the NES for that reason. But if you just saw the graphics, I could see this being an NES game. Which, to me, is, for the 7800, is pretty high praise. Um, But, the music, we might as well get the elephant out of the room. Music, let's get into... It... So this is going to be a long section because the music is just evolved and uh, involved, elaborate. It it literally at one point I thought that it was like the early nineties and I was trying to get on AOL. Uh, yes, when you're fighting was, the dragons, it's like the AOL boot up sound. Yeah, it's you literally trying to get online. Yeah, it's in the old days of if internet. Uh, it was impressive in that matter. Um, my favorite part of this whole game, though, is the sound. In fact, when you defeat an enemy, they explode and you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Other than that just did that perfectly. <laughs> That's how you do it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I believe the most impressive sound effect is the sound of running. Um, oh yes, <laughs> it, it it really captures what it's like to run across a grassy field. Um, You're right. I've not done that in many years, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's this run thing? <laughs> Oh, you mean like if you're being chased by a savage beast? Yeah, because that's I, on. Yeah, I that's know, that's on. A, a frog the size of a German shepherd's. That's pretty that's, good reason to start <laughs> yep. running. Yeah, yeah the the sound of the whole sound presentation. I under I, it makes sense now that you said that it basically was the Atari twenty six hundred sound chip because that's definitely what it reminded me of. Yes, which was really off putting when the graphics were approaching. NES caliber, and the sound was more Atari yeah, 2600. I did, I did not think the music uh, was up to par with the graphics, for sure. Uh, yeah. That was one of my big takeaways there's, from there's it. There's not much of it. Even, no. Uh, no. And the only real music you even hear is when you're in a sand trap, and all of a sudden there's an Egyptian theme playing yeah. for no reason. There's like the stereotypical Arabian theme. I guess because I thought sand. When you're in the sand trap, which is it cracked me up, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's like, that's just great. Because well, they just saw sand. I'm, I'm a bit of a you know, odd one out on this, but I do like the Atari sounds. Uh, that's something yeah. that you really only get on Atari. So like, even when you make the selection to start the game, that, um, sound that a human mouth can't imitate, or I would give it a shot. Um, there's just, I don't know, something neat about that. And right. it is a little off putting that there is no music during the actual playing of the game though. That's uh, kind of an odd choice. You make a really good point, though. The the Atari 7800 may be the last time when it makes sounds and music that the human mouth cannot recreate. (laughs) And it's because it's really not... That's not true. It's not... (laughs) It's not melodic. Like You can hum the Mario Brothers thing. I don't know if you could hum anything from this game. Just the same trap. It's amazing talent. Just the Uh, same trap, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, you can imitate the, the run-in sound, but when you uh, select the difficulty and start the game. Right, it's very robotic. Um, it's, it's just a very Atari sort of sound, so it's, it's got its place in my heart for, you know, what it is. Yeah, and... Yeah, it's just, I don't know, like, I can't put myself in that place if this was... Because I was, I was a guy who picked the underdog system for a lot of years. Um, you know, I had the Sega Saturn when my friends had the PlayStation N64. Thankfully, I ended up with those two. But, um, you know, the I had a 32X briefly. <laughs> I was definitely a Dreamcast guy. And I remember, this might sound really harsh, but I brought this up to Johnny earlier. I remember, like, with the Saturn, sometimes I just had to convince myself, like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, Nights into Dreams. I do think that is a great game, and I still think it's a great game, and you won't convince me otherwise. But it was such an odd game, and it was only Sega Saturn. And so I think I built it up even bigger than it was. And I kind of feel like Ninja Golf was one of those games, in a good way, that's so odd and so unique to this system that it kind of creates its own, I don't know, allure to, to people who had the 7800. I mean, just the name, too. If you hear, yeah. if you hear the name Ninja Golf... You're automatically thinking, I have to at least see what this is. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? yeah. We we've, uh, we've come such a far away from video games in the '80s and '90s where anything could be a video game. Like, what even is Dig? Yeah, you're a little burrowing guy in yeah. a track suit that uses a bicycle pump to explode varmints. Okay, sounds <laughs> great. Um, now, I mean, Mario just, Brothers, the biggest series of all yeah. time. It's a plumber running around eating mushrooms and jumping on weird monsters. He hasn't been a plumber in a long time. You know, fairness. Well, that's what he was. He's had many jobs. <laughs> I know he's an Olympian, and he's a, even, he's, he even went to med school. That's right. You know, the last oh, the last place we had games that were odd like that was on the Sega systems. You know, something like Haunting, starring Poltergeist, where you're a ghost that possesses. Couches. Yeah, you know, weird stuff. So yeah, you hear Ninja Golf. All right, you got my semen. <laughs> I don't care about yeah. golf, but you got you got a ninja. All right, let's see but, what, you, what you're talking about. But yep. there was a game called Semen. I'm not being inappropriate. <laughs> I really wanted to cover that on the show. Yeah, I'm sure you do, Jerry. <laughs> uh, but complete box. I'm very proud of it. It should be. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about the gameplay, Trevor. I think it's time that we get into it. By the way, the flow of this episode is terrible, but is, let's keep going. It's awful. I just <laughs> I take part responsibility. I just gotta say this. Today at work was awful, and everybody needs to know that. I can barely John. turn my neck. So let's <laughs> <laughs> All true statements. <laughs> I slept wrong. Uh I slept I slept wrong, so my neck hurts really bad for the past few days. And I barely slept because of it. And I gotta turn my whole body to look at Trevor instead of just turning my neck. Yeah. I look weird. Uh, I remember when we used to really make fun of other big name video game podcasts who got off topic all the time. Uh, and that's all we are now. <laughs> well, yep. Yeah, that's all we <laughs> I are. can't argue it. But gameplay wise, I think that's where this game really, really shines. Uh, yeah. To me, I love the concept of this game. Uh, it's way more and 
if you got to say which one is it more, is it more of a ninja game or more of a golf game? Definitely more of a ninja game. Yeah, it's closer to like uh, Kung Fu or any side-scrolling. Well, not a beat-em-up like Double Dragon, but like Kung Fu. Right. It's closer to that than it is anything else. Yes. And I didn't realize that at first, so I was... Like, when we first started, I was a little disappointed because it's not much of a golf game. I mean, it's super simple golf. You you stand there and swing. It's about timing, which is golf. That's what golf games are. But, but then I realized, oh, the golf is like a bonus. This is a this is totally an action game. Yeah. Well, and, the golf, uh, yeah. golf kind of sets where you go. So yes. you line right. up your shot, you take it, and if uh, the course of the golf ball goes through the woods... All of a sudden, you got to fight these eagles that are dropping eggs on you. If you go through a sand trap, yeah. it's a desert level water trap, a water hazard. It's you're underwater punching sharks in the face. <laughs> I just love that. I, I genuinely, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not just saying that. I genuinely love that concept. That they 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 just sold. Uh, what I'm what I'm not saying is for when you go all in on something like they committed to it. Yeah, like this is going to be a golf game with ninjas in it, and I love that. When you hit into a sand trap, you're in an Arabian-themed desert, but it's just a sand trap. When you hit in the water, there's sharks. I mean, oh, God. <laughs> As Trevor takes out his own headphones. I just accident. yanked the headphones violently out of my head. So, full disclosure but, yeah. for your audience, I kind of invited myself on the podcast, and I heard Johnny mention Ninja Golf. And for a brief period in time, I was on Twin Galaxies, the world record holder for this game which sounds way cooler than it is because I looked at my game collection as like, which game uh, is probably the most obscure that I have in my possession, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that no one else is really playing so that I can try to get that high score. And uh, I spent exactly one weekend. And I was like, oh, you can beat it in 20 minutes? And I looked at my high score and I was like, oh, well, you know, with a little bit of effort, I can... Uh, beat the current uh, number one player. And since then, I'm now in third place. There's been two jokers that have come along. Oh, and, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't submit my best score intentionally so that I could come back with a higher score later, should I need to. Uh, uh, I don't know if I could beat the guy in the number one spot now, but I definitely could have beat Mark A. Stacy. I've put up bigger scores than that one. And um, it is it is a simple game. You uh, line up your shot. You uh, try to time it to get the most distance, and uh, then you just run to your golf ball and beat up anything that gets in your way. And uh, you and know. you're picking up. There's pickups along the way, like you can pick up uh, ninja throwing stars, uh, health, obviously, uh, you know, uh, invisibility invincibility mm-hmm. at some point, uh, which is the best thing because you can just run through stuff and not to worry about it. Oh yeah, uh, but there's. There's a lot, there's, at least there's a at lot least once on per game, there'll be an extra guy, and uh, that's I've noticed. You know, you never get more than one extra guy. And it takes about twenty five oh. minutes to run through the whole game. So with a little bit of practice, uh, anyone can beat this if you really want to. And then uh, the next challenge is once you get um, to where you would normally putt, you fight a big giant green dragon. Kind of like yes. in the bonus levels in Shinobi, where uh, you got kind of a punch-out yes. style view, and you're just moving your ninja left and right and trying to time the shuriken to the uh, dragon's face. And uh, that that's yeah, really... I, I absolutely love that this game 
that is called Ninja Golf. You actually never ever put your golf ball into the to the hole. No, <laughs> you, you never, never do. You never even see it. You just get to the green, and that's where you're fighting yeah. a dragon. I love. I, I do love that. That, that <laughs> green dragon is is there waiting at every green. Yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> um, I, I got to ask two questions. So first of all, all right. Let's see how good these questions are. My first question is: He didn't run these by me. So, do you know what was your high score? Oh, but and I'm not going to tell you what I was. Have no clue. Oh, really? I, mean, I could probably Google it if you ignore my thunderous typing. Well, <laughs> while you're doing that, have you ever beaten the kamikaze mode, which is the highest difficulty? Uh, no. Um, I just played on normal. Well, we tried on normal. It was our first time playing the game, but I think we made it to maybe the fourth hole on normal. Yeah. And then I put it on easy and made it fifth or sixth. It's not an easy game, but I do think it's very beatable once you've practice at it because it is so simple I mean we can't stress that enough it's very simple but uh yeah when we were watching the video uh on your youtube channel and you just kind of casually mentioned you had the high score for a while i thought we got to ask about this yeah. i'm trying to think of any game i've had a high score in <laughs> i don't think there probably are any for me yeah i'm i'm in uh third place and i have 159,030 points and the top score okay now is Glenn Case, and he's got 173.860. So I left a little bit of wiggle room. Uh, the second place guy at 168, I I know I've gotten higher scores than that. But at the time, I have no idea what the submission process is now for Twin Galaxies. At the time, you had to uh, have a video of your console plugged into the TV and do a you know complete run-through so that they know you're not running an emulator or uh, anything like that. And really, the biggest uh, obstacle is the controller. Um, I imagine you guys emulated it. I don't know, but I'm just guessing. How dare you? <laughs> but the, we, the were, real... we were using a Super Nintendo controller, if I helped Right, you. yeah. So that that's going to make the game a lot easier, because if... Oh, now I feel even like less the, of a man. Using the 7800 controller is weird, because you grip it in one hand, and you kind of, like, pinch the buttons with your thumb and forefinger, and your other uh, hand using the joystick. So, like... You, I I personally get that's how I please any woman up it. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so that's that's the real obstacle is fighting that ridiculous controller. So see, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because I was going to brag that I think I've got fifty something thousand when I died on my last playthrough. Well, but I hey, sat, that was I on sat easy down with the notebook, and I started writing down my scores, making notes on the game. Um, one of my tricks. I'm gonna give away the real deal. You're you're about to get a world exclusive. You're about to get oh, some no. ninja golf strategy. Let's let's bring this, this need, in. Let's bring this in. This needs to go by a paywall. Yeah. No, let's bring this in though. Wait, this is a freebie. We're throwing okay. this out a freebie. Right. Uh, if you want more tips and tricks like this, uh, Patreon slash Retro Bliss. But here we go. This is a Retro Bliss exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Right, so this for gang, none of you own probably. This this is my trick. That I was saving a little, little razzle dazzle up my sleeve. You're not supposed to uh, do any point farming, but you can do a little bit of point farming where you just hang tight, beat up a couple ninjas to get your points. You know, you find somewhere easy in the game, and uh, you just you, you pepper that throughout so you can beef up yeah. your score. If you just run through it and um, get to the end of the game and beat it, and you just you know play the nine holes of ninja golf, you'll have a lesser than score of 159,000. So uh. I just, I picked a few spots where like, Oh, it looks like I'm having a little trouble. And I beat up a few ninjas and I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll keep that tip under my hat. 
and uh, <laughs> try to get by the Twin Galaxies judges, you know. Uh, Interesting. They, they didn't say anything. They accepted the score, but I did a little bit of point farming, but not much, so that should I need to reclaim the throne, I could throw a little bit in throughout the levels, beef up that score. 173,000? I don't think I've ever put anything um, that big before, so I don't know. I haven't seen this guy's playthrough. I don't know what he did, um, but he probably did a bit of that, because that's the only way to really uh, beef up that score is point farming and just, you know, find a place where you can take out a few ninjas without taking too much damage. And uh, that that was the trick I was keeping up my sleeve. Uh, Johnny, this is why we bring in the big viewership or listenership even. Yeah, viewership. Hot topics like point farming and ninja golf. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> just... That, we that, are, talking we to a professional, the... guys. For nine months, I was number one. Ninja I'm just, I'm just proud of how ahead of the curve we obviously are. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, sheer sheer laziness on our part is why we've not had you on before and other people for that matter. Just sheer sheer laziness of like, hey Johnny, you want to record today? Okay, let's record. We cannot. We don't express, plan ahead. We cannot express how little planning goes into these. But <laughs> I feel like we got so lucky. Like when we finally, when I finally watched your Ninja Golf video, I'm like, Johnny, we got really lucky that. Uh, that you're the guy, that Jerry's the guy we're having on for this. I don't, yes, I don't even way know more what professional. video you're talking about. I don't remember. Um, what if it's a totally different guy? <laughs> it, it might be. No, it's you. Okay. It's uh, it's uh, Was it an old you're just talking about Ninja episode? Golf. Because I, I talked about being the world champion on the first really crappy season of Mondo Cool TV that I don't, I mean, you can okay. find it on the internet if you look, but you really should. It's definitely, it's definitely you. Because okay. uh, you talk about this, uh, so yeah, you're just talking about the game while you're playing it, and uh, okay, yeah, man, you were that's, casu- that's casually really racist a few times. Like <laughs> you're not. Even as a joke, you sorry, can't just drop that. <laughs> I don't think you even heard me. We'll try to cut that out. Yeah, nope, it's staying in. Oh. But uh, just know it's pure joke. Um, yeah, Jerry's video is honestly way more professional than anything I've ever personally And done. apparently that's the bad <laughs> stuff, according to him. See, I'm confused now because it said you put this video up two months ago, and I'm thinking okay. that might be a reload. No, no, I did make a newer review. Um, it's in the playlist, but I didn't. It's still unlisted, so. Okay. Oh, okay, so I'll make it to me now because I, could, yeah, I couldn't find it in your videos, but I found it. Yeah, if, Anyways, you, just, if you go I rather enjoyed the it. playlist on my channel, it's right there. I'll go ahead okay. and make it active for your audience, yeah. but I have an older uh, season zero Mondo TV that is just oh, Jerry. atrocious. Be prepared for the flood of views you're going to get. You're going to get at least uh, two new views. What's the guy with the Kellogg name that you make jokes about? Oh, Christopher is going to watch this. There we go. Uh, we'll I make like, Tim watch it. If I'm lucky, I break a hundred views on a video. So oh, no, you're me, thinking your audience may. Oh, make you're giving us way that. too much credit. <laughs> you know. And not to go back to something 30 minutes ago, but speaking of audience, I'm really glad that you found us through Instagram because I was going to say, and I totally forgot, I'm absolutely atrocious at promoting anything. I'm atrocious at social media. So it actually is good to hear that you found us through Instagram because I feel like oh, I'm totally wasting my time I on there. <laughs> okay. I really like obscure, weirdo, oddball YouTubers, right? Well, there's this one guy yeah. I follow called Burger Rider. He's like 60 years old and plays Super Nintendo RPGs and reviews like Hungry Man dinners. He's great. He gets <laughs> this like sounds five, awesome. What? He gets like five views, right? But What's his I'm name? I'm there and I'm commenting because God bless that man for being an enthusiast <laughs> in what he is. And 
Uh, so, I mean, that guy's great. And I always shout out Burger Rider. And he, after Burger like a seven or eight year relapse a week ago, he started uploading again. So, <laughs> wow. So check out Burger Rider. I'm looking him up right now. I'm not even kidding. All right. While Trevor's doing that, uh, I think it's time to get into our final review score for Ninja Golf. Let's get into it. Trevor, like have everyone out again. Uh, who wants to go first? Trevor, you want to go first? Sure, because I don't know what the heck. How do you review a game like this? It's it's uh, it's so simple that it um I don't know. It almost defies a regular score. It's it's almost like when we covered like Spy Hunter and Burger Time, but it's not like those games either. Like those games feel kind of infinitely replayable. This is more like a you know, play it a couple times a year kind of game, I think. Unless you're setting the Twin Galaxies high score. Um, but you know what? I had fun with this game. I had a lot more fun than I thought I would. The, my biggest negative against it, I only have two. I have two cons. One is kind of small, and that is the music is just basically non-existent. Um, and in a world post-Super Mario Brothers where music started actually mattering, I think, in video games... It's kind of hard to play a game from 1990 where the music is so archaic. Um, my other problem, or it's it's not even the game's fault. It just is what it is, but it is so simple that I think the replay value, you said you could beat it in like 25 minutes, and I think I could probably play through it twice a year and I would be good. So I think the replay value, this is not a game you're going to sink 100 hours into and unless you're just trying to set a high score. Um, it's just so dirt simple. But the premise, okay, the premise is a 10 out of 10. I, I love it. I would legit, a golf story for the Switch uh, is a game I've talked about on the show. It's one of my favorite games of the last decade, easily. I could see Ninja Golf being a modern, getting a modern remake and being like a, a ridiculous, over-the-top action golf game. Um, And I would love that. Because the premise is a 10 out of 10. I think the game's a 5 out of 10, though. Um, but the premise is so awesome. I'm going to bump it up to a, I'll bump it up to a five and a half out of 10, which might sound harsh, but it's actually a fun game. It's just, it's, it's shallow as Jaws for the NES that we reviewed. <laughs> which we also had fun with. Which we also had fun with. Yeah. And this is a better game than Jaws. It's just yes. also very, very shallow. All right. Uh, I'll go next because my score is the exact same as yours. Wow. Five and a half is what uh, I was thinking. Uh, everything you said I agree with. I think this game is very fun, but I think the best part of it is the premise by far. Uh, I even told you as we were playing it, I really wish this had come out on a different system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because maybe there'd be more there to it yeah. than what's here. But even what's there is still very fun. Uh, I think you're right in that unless you're going for a high score or something, that the replay value of this is not that high. Uh, a couple, maybe a couple times a year at most, I would probably play this. I do know this game is expensive because I saw that on Jerry's video. Uh, yeah. So maybe if I paid that much money for this game, for an actual physical copy, I would be more inclined to play it more. Yeah. <laughs> just to get my money out of it. But uh, five and a half sounds good to me. It's a fun game. It's definitely, uh, I think it's definitely worth a good 
10, 15 minutes of fun. Uh, yeah. Because we, here's another spoiler alert. I'm sure it's going to be a shocker to everyone who listens to this show. We did not beat this. No. Uh, but I'm sure the ending is just as epic as the beginning was, where it just <laughs> said, hey, you're uh, you're a ninja and you're fighting these things. <laughs> so five and a half. Jerry, what you got? Okay, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to I'm gonna bring a big opinion. I'm going to say eight out of ten. And I'm going to back it up. Oh, snap. Um, I, I know that, Johnny, you appreciate the music in a video game, but this is the kind of thing you can put on headphones and listen to a podcast, um, which is something some people do where they listen to real music. Um, and yeah. it's, and it's, it's an arcade-style game, right? So it's not meant to be an 80-hour time sink. It is meant to be no. played for high scores. So the real way to really, truly appreciate an Atari game is you get yourself a spiral notebook and you keep track of your high scores and you get your uh, mongoloid internet friends to compete with you and uh, do high score challenges and stuff. That's where you find your fun in this type of game. Um, yeah. So I, w- I would definitely give it a higher score based on that. Because sometimes, you know, I got two kids, right? I'm lucky if I get 20 minutes to play a video game. So oh, you, get yeah. a, you get a PS4 game, you're lucky to get it started in 20 minutes. Because you're like, oh, I hope... Sorry, excuse me. Shoot! Um, I got I to gotta <laughs> update this firmware. I got to download this. Here's this patch. Oh, crap. I got to put my kid to bed now. So Atari, you just slap that bad boy in. You hit the power button. You're playing Ninja Golf. You get two sentences of plot. Congratulations. You've become at the end of your Ninja training. It's time for nine holes of Ninja Golf. That's all the plot you needed in 1990. And uh, you were glad to have it. (laughs) (laughs) And you walk both ways uphill to get that plot. So I, I appreciate this type of game. I find myself in my old age enjoying high score arcade style games more because you don't need uh, 15 hours to sit down and, and enjoy it. You can just go like, man, I got a half an hour to play a game. What am I going to get? Oh, okay, let's slap in some Ninja Golf and see if I can get those high scores. And uh, kind of, you know, doing the competitive things through friends. I got a couple of internet buddies that do high score challenges, and that does help you enjoy this type of game more. So oh, I, can yeah. un- I can understand why um, people a little bit younger uh, than us. I think I'm. I might be the oldest. I'm 37, and I kind of no, came. That's in how the, old I am. Okay, I came in the tail end of the Atari age where people were playing yeah. for high scores. So if you're, you know, used to Nintendo games and up, you expect a plot. You expect to be engaged. You expect um, something a little bit longer and meatier, but. I, I yeah. like I like this. It's good for where I'm at in my life, where I may not have a lot of time to, you know. I've been trying to play Yakuza like a dragon. It's a 40 hour RPG. I'm lucky if I get two hours a week to throw at it. Right. Yeah, I Eight totally agree. I totally agree. I think. Uh, <laughs> well, then I yeah. dare you to up your score. <laughs> no, no, I totally agree. No, you got to up your score if you. As I get older and more Trevor? decrepit, Trevor, I'll up something. Um, I don't know if that's a threat. <laughs> as much as I like, you know, adventure games and RPGs, I just don't hardly play them anymore. Um, and I don't care. But, you know, despite being, you know, we're the same age, but despite that, I did kind of grow up with the first system I owned was the NES. Although I played the 2600 at my neighbors and the Magnavox Odyssey and etc. I was never about high score. Like, I, I, I get it more now than I ever did before. But um, but I do get that mentality. In fairness, we've never had the skills. 
Yeah, I never had the skills to pay the bills. That's the main yeah, problem. That's, well, that's our fault. Your main competition is yourself or your boss. Right. Because you yeah. go into the big pond of the internet, and here comes Mark A. Stacy, who's like, I'm going to crap all over your score, Jared. Yeah, yeah you uh, hear me, Mark A. Stacy? We're coming for you. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I've talked about this guy for years on my podcast and YouTube. I was like, yeah, Mark A. Stacy, this son of a gun. No, we're <laughs> against him, too. Uh, you hear us, oh, yeah. Mark A. Stacy. Uh, but that just means that Ninja Golf is. Officially retro blist approved. It did yep. get above average from all of us, especially from Jerry. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's time for us to run a beautiful, smashing, stunning, gorgeous commercial. Roll it. Don Mallard, captain of the U.S. video game team. And I'm not going prize scores in the arcades. I'm home playing games on my Atari 7800. As an expert, I like the 7800 because there are great arcade hits like Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong Jr. Adventure games like Impossible Mission, sports games like Hat Trick and Real Sports Baseball, action games like Desert Falcon and Karateka, and the 7800 plays all the 2600 games. As a consumer, I like the 7800 because most games cost under 20 bucks. The Atari 7800, the choice of the experts. For Haya! <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's how we're coming back from the break with my ninja golf impression. Nunchuck skills. <laughs> yeah. Other words of encouragement <laughs> that includes fisticuffs. <laughs> so, Trevor, uh, we of course did not do fan feedback because we didn't think it through. But what we did do, we're going to do something a little different for. Uh, I got to kill time here because Trevor doesn't have it with him. Uh, we're going to do something a little different for uh, this last part of the show. Uh, usually we do a little something called the Bless Quiz. Uh, but not this time, Jerry. Not this time. We're doing something totally different. Uh, and we're going to blow your minds with this. It is video game related. We did go that far. Trevor lost it. <laughs> I brought it to you. I don't know there is. <laughs> Yeah, he found it. Okay. All right, leave all this in. Uh, <laughs> most professional podcast in history. All okay. right. All right, so Trevor, what are we doing today? Do you got Have on? we rolled the Blitz Quiz music yet? We're not doing Blitz Quiz. Oh, fine. All right, nope, nope. Blitz Quiz! Yep. So you wanted it several years ago. But yeah. By the way, I think you probably just explained this, but I couldn't find Jack Nickel about this game, <laughs> except for some joker named Jerry Terrifying had a high score. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We're gonna do something different. Literally years ago, I bought this Sonic the Hedgehog Mad Libs uh, booklet <laughs> at a bookstore, and I thought we'll use this one day on Retro Bliss, and that day is today. Do you need? Do you have a pen? <laughs> there's pencils there up there there's a pencil that's not sharpened there's a pencil that is sharpened so Mad Libs is where I have a story here it's set in the Sonic universe I have not seen this Jerry so this is fresh for both of us and I just picked a random page in this book it's just a little single story is a strong word but that's what they call it and I'm going to have you both come up with words kind of in rapid fire fashion and uh, we're going to see how you do in this story and to make it an official bliss quiz this is going to be a cooperative Bliss quiz. So you're both going to win or lose, and I'll decide however I want to. All right. So I'll be honest with you. Um, it's been a long time since I've been in school. 
And uh, that's a good start. For this. Well, I'm so just I sitting here thinking, do I know the difference between an adjective and a verb? Well, I, I, I was thinking the same thing, and <laughs> and I don't want to put Johnny on the spot, but I was thinking he might need some help too. So, so here we go. An adjective describes something. For example, a lumpy potato or a soft <laughs> flesh. <laughs> I don't. You know what an adjective is? Do you get it? I mean, I would have went something. with soft pretzel, but okay. Okay. Not so, like soft flesh. <laughs> and an adverb is a little more tricky, but it usually ends in L-Y and it describes a verb. Like like softly fl- uh, flesh. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, okay. Like you swiftly kick somebody in the face. Get softly flesh. Or you, you uh, angrily punch somebody in the face. Okay. So it ends in of, L-Y, it describes a verb. A lot of violence here. Does that make sense? Yes. That's an adverb. I was taking notes on what an adverb was. It's probably right. been 30 years since I've heard that. Yes, this, this made me feel pretty dumb because I used to, I mean, I'm not to brag, but in my homeschool days, I got some high scores in English. Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah. only time I did a math was in fourth grade, and that was like 1994. So this is going to go well is what I'm hearing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, there's nothing to it but to do it. Let's. Yeah. A noun. I think we all know what a noun is. Let's just, just go. Just go. Okay. If we have For, a question, right, we'll, ask, right. we'll ask you. If we no no question. questions. Okay. It may be better so, if we just guess. Uh, just forget that I even told you that this story is in Sonic, though. Just I want you to just come up with whatever comes to your head. Okay. It doesn't need to be related to Sonic. Just go on first for the first one. Uh, Johnny, yes. give me an adjective. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Jerry, give me a noun. <laughs> a rock. All right. Johnny, a noun. Um, spreadsheet. <laughs> Jerry, a celebrity. Uh, Prince. Uh, Johnny, a number. 68. Oh, thank you. Uh, Jerry, a noun. Uh, Asphalt. (laughs) All right. Johnny, an adjective. What was an adjective? It describes a noun. Okay. uh, Like a big man. Softly. All right. I'm pretty sure that's an adverb, but whatever. <laughs> you said it, it's an L-I, right? That's an adverb. Oh, what's an adjective again? Soft will be an adjective. Nope. Isn't Softly, an adjective, okay, is, no, verbs in action, or an adjective <laughs> just describes something, right? <laughs> yes, like a soft man. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with electrifying. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jerry, a noun? I'm getting a lot of nouns here. Let's uh, sequoia, like the tree. Hey, that's the street I live on. Well, now everybody knows Spooky. it. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> while we're giving away our addresses, I do not have a bunch of Xboxes in the trunk. That was just for the skit. Oh, yeah. I'm broke. Say that. I'm completely broke. All right. So uh, that was, all right. So, Johnny, you're going to struggle with this one because I am. A verb ending in ing. Uh, verbs action word, right? Yeah. Um, a verb. So somebody's a... blanking. <laughs> That's not a bad. Get that out of your head. And think of a cleaner one. Okay. All right. Uh, um. Uh. Sexting. S c x t i n g. Oh my goodness. All right. Uh. Jerry, a noun. You're getting all the nouns. <laughs> a blue marlin. Oh. Okay, Johnny, an adjective, which is, describes a noun. 
Like blue, for example, in that. Uh, yeah, I got one. you. Um, <laughs> mesmerizing. All right. Uh, Jerry, a silly word. Dingus. Okay. Johnny, you're getting all the complicated ones. Complicated for a third grader. Uh, a plural noun. All right, that's a... More than one. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here to help me out with this. Like brothers instead of his brother. <laughs> okay, all right. That's cleared it up for me. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I want to think of a really good one that's also clever. Uh, Australia's. Australia's? Yeah, more than one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to put Australians because... Nope. That's not what I said. Every fox... <laughs> what am I doing? Adjective. Jerry, adjective. Okay, I lose my what's train of what's an adjective do? Describe something? It describes a noun like a, a big fart. Crunchy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Johnny and Am? Fart. All right. <laughs> Adjective, Jerry? Boisterous. Ooh, Boisterous. I like that one. All right, Johnny. There's only two left. A color. Now, a color is like... <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> um, fuchsia. All right. Finally, a noun for Jerry. Golf club. All right. I'm sure we really made this story amazing. So this story is called Miles Prower's Time to Fly. <laughs> All right, from the Sonic Mad Libs book. Miles Tells Prower is one of Sonic's most Quentin Tarantino friends. <laughs> He can build a rock out of almost anything. <laughs> Here are just a few of his inventions. After their flying spreadsheet was destroyed by Prince, <laughs> Tails built a better version named Tornado 68. <laughs> this plane could transform its wings into an asphalt shape that allowed it to become extra electrifying. Not only is the tornado an amazing sequoia, <laughs> I can't read my writing. Oh my goodness. I knew it was going to happen. I've seen your writing. Oh no. Uh, oh yes. Oh, I remember now. Okay. So not only is a tornado an amazing sequoia, it can transform into a sexting robot with a blue marlin launcher. That's the worst kind of robot. In this mesmerizing form, the tornado is called the Dingus, and it's one of Sonic's favorite Australias. <laughs> Every fox needs a crunchy ride. And Tails has created a super speedy fart called the Whirlwind S7. That kind of works. That kind of works. <laughs> this boisterous roadster is bright fuchsia and can jump over almost every golf club. Man, I don't know why we're doing podcasts, Jerry. We're obviously riders. <coughs> I think that story succeeded. I give you both uh, a 20. I'll take that. But this is golf, and that's like... 17 over par, so... Sorry. Oh, you mean a one hole? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Alright, so that is it for Retro Bliss. Jerry, tell the peeps again where they can find you. Uh, if you really wanted to look, I'd look on Instagram, Jerry Terrifying. Um, also on YouTube, occasionally when I do get time. Uh, I do some streaming on YouTube and Twitch. 
Um, the only thing I've ever really put a lot of effort into is the Mondo Cool TV episodes. Check those out. Those are the things I'm the proudest of. And I live for YouTube comments. They bring just a little bit of joy to my heart every time I get one. Oh, you're the only one. <laughs> I've done YouTube videos and cried afterwards. Trevor, uh, tell the peeps where they can find you. I'll be giving, um, giving your address. You can find me on Instagram at RetroBlist. Oh, uh, and uh, on Facebook at RetroBlist. You can find me on Sequoia Street. So thank you for joining us. Everybody, thank you for joining us. We very much appreciate it. And again, just so everybody knows, I have only spilled the, the water once on myself. I've taken many successful drinks afterwards. Listen to Cardboard Cave. Listen to Block Set Review. Review us on iTunes. Oh, yes. Please do all those things. Jerry, thank you for joining us. We very much appreciate it, my friend. Uh, for Jerry, terrifying. Trevor. I just want you to do the scream. Good gosh, you can't do it either. For Jerry, <laughs> We're both <laughs> just horrible people. For, yeah, that's what makes us horrible. Uh, for Jerry, terrifying. Ah! Uh, for Trevor Franklin. Oh. And for Johnny Townsend. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Uh, we're over and out. Uh, stay tuned. Have a great uh, day or time or well, I don't know when you're listening to this. Uh, Trevor just uh, knocked me unconscious. <laughs> <laughs>